With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. All right, it's another podcast. With me this evening is Louis Ragoni. Hey, doll fans. Uh, the Cleveland Browns are coming to town. They are. And a bunch, <laughs> of us, a bunch of us will be there. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you guys, I mean, enjoy yourselves. Unfortunately, I'm not in South Florida anymore. I'm up in uh, Georgia, uh, the Peach State, right? Is that what <laughs> yep. they call this thing, the Peach State? And, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys have a great time down there. I know um, some of the boys are coming down there. I know Kirk will be down there, right? But he's not going with you guys. He has right, his own he's got tickets, his own tickets. Right? Yeah. Who is going, Mike, out of the group? Oh, yeah, a bunch Facebook of people. group. Bunch of people. Bunch of people. All right. No specific names. More than a, more than a handful. More than a handful. Two handfuls or more than two handfuls? No, it's probably more than two handfuls. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. You guys all have a great time, you know? It should be it should be a lot of fun. Let's hope that they are on their A. They're on their A game. Um, not their yeah, B. Yeah. When is this their- team going to put a complete game together? You mean offense, defense, and special yes, teams? Yes. You know, Mike. Like the good old days. <laughs> the good old days. We were winning games in the good old days, Mike, that were pretty tight. I mean, you know, where the offense was oh, yeah. scoring 17 points and we were winning 17 to 3. I mean, there were a lot of games even in 72 that way. Um, you I'm remember thinking, the 81 I'm thinking team? back to a Chief game that was 17-16. Yep. How about the 81 team when – you know, Woodley was quarterbacking us and, oh, you know, we were winning games 14 to three. We won. What was the final score of the um, championship game against the Jets? Was 14, it 14 nothing? 14 nothing. I mean, yep. crazy. Yep. That's how we won football games, you know? Um, yep. So, you know, when you talk about complete games, you know, back then, I don't know if, you know, scoring 14 points was a complete game either, but we were very good at doing what we did defensively, so it carried us. So, you know, in the end, Mike, the record at 6-3, and three, you know, it, it, it's good. It could be better, you know, if, if we didn't have as many injuries as we did, you know, through that little span of three games that we had with tackles being out and quarterbacks coming in and out of the game um you know <laughs> basically at the beginning of game i mean that was just crazy yeah i i would mike honestly i can assure you that if they go back in nfl history i'm telling you i don't think 
that that has ever happened to where we lost three quarterbacks, three straight games we lost our starting quarterback before halftime. And to to top that, they were three different quarterbacks starting. It's crazy. That we lost in three straight weeks. I mean, I, I don't think that's ever happened in the history of the NFL. So, <laughs> you know, you take that, you know, you, you you factor that into the six and three record. You factor in the fact that we lost Needham. We lost um, Byron uh, Jones. Byron, uh, Brandon Jones in the secondary. Um, Kahoo. And Crossan missed a game. I mean, Igbenogany played that Pittsburgh game all alone out there on, you know, at corner. Um, You know, there's a lot of factors that go into this. I mean, thank God the linebacking crew, for the most part, has been healthy. And the defensive line as well. I mean, we lost Ogba for a couple games, right? I mean, you know, we haven't, you know, through, God, through half a season, we've really had quite a few injuries. And unfortunately... Some of them were season ending, you know, to Needham and Jones, you know, that's very unfortunate. You know, the fact is we're still six and three and, you know, we're, we're playing, you know, a solid brand of football um, at times on both sides of the football. And then other times we're not, you know, yep. I mean, you know, the Pittsburgh game, you know, the offense was, was great initially. And then they went in the shit tank, you know, for basically three quarters and the defense was strong. So. The good teams somehow find a way to win football games. And, and in the end, that's, that's really all that matters. Me and you are always striving for that perfection, as you mentioned a little while ago. And, and it's really hard in the NFL nowadays. It's very difficult. It sure really is. is. Sure it I, is. You know, I think, you know, and I, and I don't like to um, – I don't like to put down the players of today compared to the players of years past, but I think that – with all the distractions in the world, you know, and all, and the ability that they have to basically, you know, watch sports 24 seven and to, to, you know, they're, they're being interviewed all week from between Fox and between, you know, ESPN and, and everywhere else, you know, that they're so distracted that I think it takes a little bit of focus away at times. And, and that's why you see, on given weeks, teams just throw, you know, a shit bomb out, you know, to where they just don't play well. Um, you know, back in the day, these guys, they practiced all week. They played football on Sunday, and then they went right back to it. You know, they watched some game film. Um, you know, they didn't have the ability to, you know, to just sit there, and, and the media didn't have the ability to, you know, lock into them all the time with interviews and so on and so forth. So. You know, it's a different game as it was. So, you know, getting to perfection and, you know, getting a team to play a full game on both sides, all, well, all three facets of their, you know, game, I think it's very difficult to accomplish that nowadays. And that I think that's one of the main factors. Interesting. Yep. So I've got the injury report. Okay, let's hear about it. All right. So guys that did not practice uh, were Taron Armstead. He's playing. Time. Yeah, I'm sure. Xavier Howard, that He's was fine. a vet, that was a veteran rest day. He's fine. Austin Jackson, his ankle and calf did not participate. He's not playing. He's not playing. No. And uh, Hunter Long has a uh, you know he's in concussion protocol because he got a concussion last week, so he didn't participate. Hunter Long, I think will be okay. I think so too. With, now the guys who were, <laughs> guys who were limited, 
with or without him. I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> Hunter, you know, hopefully you're not listening, and I, I'm sure you're not. But no, anyway, he's, he's going to be all right. Yeah. Tight end Tanner Connor, knee limited. Okay. Trevor Craycraft uh, has an illness. Raekwon Davis has a knee. Derm okay. Smythe has a hamstring. And all of those guys were what? Limited. Limited. So we'll probably see all of them. Hopefully we see Craycraft back. I think he, you know, he he could he could be a he could be a nice monkey wrench throw to throw up against defenses down the stretch here in the second half of the He's season. got a few days to get better. I like that guy, Mike. The guys who are on the injury report but had full practices were uh, Jalen Waddle with his shoulder and Christian Wilkins with his hand. So, gotcha. And that's it. So it's a it's a lighter injury report than we've had the past month. Well, thank goodness because we can't afford to, to you know to have any guys down this week. This is a good football team, Mike. They're three and five, but they're they're a pretty solid football team. Um, I agree with you. They have some dynamic players on both sides of the football, you know, and there are times where those type of guys can just, you know, carry a football team and um, they, they better be on their A game because this is a, this is a home game that they can't slip up on. I mean, you know, you go to seven and three, you know, and what do we have a bye week the following week or do we, we, and then we play, then we come back and play Houston, right? Yes. You know, how how unfortunate is it for us to come off a bye week and play one of the worst teams in football, right? Wouldn't it <laughs> right. wouldn't it be nice to play one of the get a tougher team out of the way. One sure. of the tougher teams and then, you know, um have that tougher team that we're playing coming off of a really tough game, you know, but right. um you know, it's Houston and you know, if we get by this, man, there's a good chance, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself or ahead of the, the football team, you know, but, you know, if we get through this game and we get a victory, um, you know, we could be looking at eight and three with, you know, six games left. I mean, man, that's a good, that's a good place to be. It really is. So that that would be a good place to be. Yes, sir. Um, you know, then, then it gives you an opportunity to get to that 12 win mark if you play right. well. Right. You put me, Mike, one other thing before we start talking about this game, you know, you put me on the spot in regard to Tua uh-huh. on Monday, and you know, there was another factor that you know we kind of got sidetracked because you know you wanted my opinion on you know on his season this year as compared to years past, and I talked about the personnel and um, you know being a factor in in his success. You know, he has played better, but you know the personnel around them obviously is making him better. And I left out the fact that the coaching is very good as well. Um, you know, you posted, I don't know if everybody that's on the Facebook page watched it, but I mean, it was just an incredible, um, you know, film study that, uh, what, what's the gentleman's name, Mike? I'm not sure what that? his name is, to be honest with you. Yeah. But anyway, he, he showed a specific play that we run consistently that's literally impossible to defend. It's not impossible because nothing's impossible, but it's it's a very difficult thing. You have to execute on defense perfectly in order to stop it. And yeah, it was you just, put a defender in conflict is what the way I like to describe yes. it. Yes. I mean, it, it's an attack type of situation for our offense. It just puts to a and the offense as a whole in a great position. And, you know, to make a long story short, I neglected to 
bring up the fact that the coaching, you know, the offensive mind of McDaniel has, you know, has been a factor in his success as well. You know, the quarterbacks. No, no question about that. There's no question about that. But the quarter, the quarterback, you know, too, is still has to go out and execute. And he, and he's done a phenomenal job of doing that. So, you know, I, I don't want to take any credit away from him at all. And I'm not saying, you know, that, um, you know, we, we can base, you know, his success solely on, on, you know, him or the coaching or the personnel. I think it's just a combination of everything. And, you know, so far, so good. Okay. All right. So, so what do we got? Talk, let's talk about the game a little bit. How do you think Miami will attack the Cleveland defense? Uh, how we're going to attack them. I think we do a lot of the same that we've been doing. I mean, we've been successful in doing it. I think that you probably want to run the ball a little bit more than we have been against this team because their run defense is uh, 22nd in the league. So yeah, they're, they're, in poor, the, they're poor in the middle. They're in the bottom third, and I think we have to attack that, and I think we can be successful uh, attacking them in that way. Now, you know, they're secondary. You know, they're ranked 14th in the league, so they're, 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 they're average. And I don't care if you have the top-rated pass defense in the NFL. You know, these two guys on the outside are just, I, I say it week in and week out, they're uncoverable. And as long as Tua can get him the ball, um, the weather, I'm thinking, is going to clear up by Sunday. You know, I know there's a, there's a hurricane going through there, Category 1, but that is hitting, I believe, tonight in that area, or just north of uh, where the Dolphins play football. So I'm looking at the weather report here real quick, Mike. I'm sorry. It's going to be sunny and 81 degrees. So we're in good shape. Yeah, got, that's that's what you want. We got another team coming from the north, Mike. Yep. Right? Yep. I mean, 81 degrees when you come from Cleveland where it's probably 30 or 40 or 50 every single day. It it's a factor. It's a factor and it's going to be again on Sunday. So um getting back to your question, you know, you run the football probably a little bit more than what we've been, you know, Jeff Wilson and Mozart are going to be a nice combination to throw at him. Um, Wilson looked fantastic last week. He did, um, and Mozart, he catches the ball. And he catches the ball. Mozart catches the ball as well. I know he had a drop yep. last week, yep. but, you know, no more Chase Edmonds, who we, you know, I complained about week in and week out. <laughs> the guy was just dropping passes, and he, you know, he wasn't running the ball well. I mean, it was kind of like a waste having him on the football field. He was not productive at all, whereas Wilson was very productive in the time he played last week. So I think you're going to see them run the ball a little bit more and you throw in enough of the passing game and you move the football on this team. I mean, their defense, it has not been very good this year. Overall, they're in the middle of the pack. Um, no, the strength of the defense is their defensive ends. Yes. Oh, yeah. Miles Garrett is, you know, he's one of these guys that, woof, man. I mean, he can be dominant. You and know, their outside linebackers aren't bad either. Yeah, Clowney, you know, he's not having a great season up to this point. I mean, I don't know what he's grading at, Mike, but, you know, he's got one and a half sacks. Yeah, so. 76 too is great. Yeah, I mean, so he's playing pretty decent football as well. Um, you know, this, this guy Jacob Phillips has got a couple sacks, the linebacker. I mean, 
you know, the the guy that they have to contain is Miles Garrett. You know, seven and a half sacks through. Well, you know, our best lineman will be facing him. So if if they leave him, you know, in, in the right spot, <laughs> you know, right defensive end, then Armstead will be uh, picking him up. Exactly. You know, as a whole, I mean, they've got 19 sacks through their eight games. I mean, so, they, you know, they're averaging a little bit over two sacks a game. They can get to the quarterback, but, um, you know, again, their run defense, I mean, man, they should just run right at Garrett, you know, because he likes to fire off and, yep. you know, maybe he throws some screens in the flat, you know, because they like to fire off there. Um, you know, their secondary mic is okay, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're average. I mean, you Newsom know, is okay. The rest of them aren't having great. Uh, yeah, I mean, Denzel seasons. Ward is number one draft pick, who's you know kind of been an underachiever through most of his career up to this point. You know, a, he's ranked 110th out of 113 receivers. You mean defenders? Yeah, uh, yeah, corners, uh, corners is what right. I meant. Yeah, he, um, you know, again, he's underachieved and. And again, Mike, you know, with our two guys on the outside, I mean, Tyree Kill's having an MVP season. And, He's um, awesome. And um, I'll tell you what, you know, any team that faces us, as long as the ball's getting in their hands or getting, you know, close to their hands, they're catching it and they're they're making plays. And, and that's what you got to love. I think our offense is fine. I think that, um, you know, where we've got to be concerned is, you know, we, we have to take points. When, when we're, we're not good enough at times, we're not the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, we're not the Buffalo Bills to where we can leave three points on the field, you know, off the right. field, I should say, off the scoreboard, I should say, right? Uh, when we get down there, you know, we've got we've to get those kicks through. And, um, you know, when we're in fourth and twos or fourth and threes, we should probably be kicking those field goals as well because um, – you know, we, we, we're just, you know, in games that we have played up to this point, I mean, the one negative on the offensive side has been, you know, the play calling on third and fourth downs when we're in the red zone, right? We've, we've left, you know, we've left drives with no points. And then, of course, the kicking of Sanders, you know, where we, we come away, we, we put a nice drive together and we have a big goose egg to show for it. I mean, you know, that that's frustrating. It really is. Yeah, it, it's, it also deflates the players. Yeah, I mean, I think, it, and as, you know, as fans, you, it's, it's, it's very discouraging, you know, when you get three, four, five, six first downs and you get down there and then you fail. Um, you know, last week, you know, we had opportunities in the fourth quarter and we failed. You know, um, if you go back over the course of this season, you know, you can probably look at every single game this year to where we've had failures in, in different circumstances where, you know, points needed to be put up on the scoreboard. And, um, you know, it can happen, you know, the rest of the season. You know, they've got to clean that up. They've got to clean it up. The game against, oh, God, who was it, Mike, where we just kept getting penalized? We were moving <laughs> the football. It was a home game. And we'd get a first down, and then there'd be an illegal man downfield, and then we'd it'd be second and twenty-five, and we'd pick up the first down, and then there'd be a holding, and now it was second and thirty-five. I mean, it was, and you know, we we picked up three three first downs that were called back due to penalty, and I cannot remember what game that was. But I don't remember either. 
But you know that type of stuff has got well, to be cleaned up. It was before up. the Pittsburgh game, but I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember which one it was yeah. either. But the point is, you know, my the point I'm trying to make is is that that type of stuff, you know, has to be cleaned up. They have to be more efficient. They have to end drives with points, whether it be touchdowns, which we obviously would prefer, but if not, field goals. That's it. You know, there's there's nothing more to be said of it. You come off the field, you know, you feel like you accomplished something. You know, you sit, like you mentioned a minute ago, you know, it's, it's very discouraging. Players and for us as fans. Yep. Now, what All else right. we got, Michael? Well, let's uh, talk about DraftKings. All right. You got it. Break to it. Your kicker's lining up for an onside kick. The chances of regaining possession are slim. The stakes are high and the tension is higher. Your pulse racing. He kicks, and you watch as the ball ends. Well, make every play feel this exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL and their unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Now check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Now to make things even sweeter, Uh, You can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any football game, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, using code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. And we're back. We are back. So we probably want to look at uh, the Browns' offense against our defense. <laughs> our defense, Mike. Our defense, which fans are just up in rage about. Whoa. What yeah, in the hell, They're firing Mike? Boyer. They're doing all kinds of stuff. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Boyer, 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 boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> boy, oh, boy, oh, Boyer, Mike. Listen. You know, our defense is ranked 22nd in the NFL right now, right? I mean, 22nd. I mean, they're they're giving up 363 yards total offense, um, game in and game out. That's what they're averaging, I should say. Um, our defense is 15th against the rush right now, right? So we're middle of the pack. Which, right. which yeah, I'll, I'll tell you right now, if you remove quarterback yardage out of that, yeah, they'll which, be much higher ranked. Which is what we talked about the other day. I mentioned that, and um, we talked about it a little bit. You know, talked about that for a little bit. We're twenty third against the pass in the NFL. Um, here's the thing, Mike, that we that we've really got to tighten up. We it and and I say again, I, I feel like you know a broken record here. Every single week, we are allowing these long plays. I mean, you know, just giving up big chunks of yardage. And big touchdown plays. Um, last week, um, it was Fields, you know, running for what sixty-seven yards on a scramble. I, I mean, know. it's crazy. I mean, they're quick and easy touchdowns. You know, they have to get back. Well, to, they put a spy out there that couldn't cover him. You know. Yeah, I don't know who he was spying, <laughs> but it wasn't Fields. I mean, he ran for almost two hundred yards. But with that being said. 
a lot of those plays, Mike, were broken plays. I mean, yeah, in all honesty. The long run was definitely a broken play. The long run was that. And a lot of the other ones were too, where they had pressure around them. He stepped up and he ran for yardage. I mean, which means that the coverage was pretty decent down the field, right? I mean, the kid had 113 yards passing last week. Yep. That's not an awful lot. You know, you factor in that we're down to basically, you know, we're down on opposite X-Man. We're down to our third best cornerback at this point, right? And they're doing it, and, and he did a phenomenal and job. And remember, that, that weekend's your nickel spot as well. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Igbenogany was on the field in dime packages. You know, right. that, that type of thing. I mean, it, it weakens everything down the line. So, you know, with that being said, you know, other than the tackling being poor, you know, and here's the thing. I mean, I see, you know, when you watch football games, I see some incredibly good tackling at times. And then there's other times where you've got a phenomenal athlete like Fields running at you at 130 miles an hour. I mean, they, they mentioned something in regard to how fast he was running on a given play. You know, the announcers last week during the game, and I think he got up to over 20 miles an hour, which to me sounds pretty damn fast for a guy running, right? For a it quarterback. Was some, for, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, for any I, – I listen. They get as fast as about 23 miles an hour. Yeah. I mean, but this guy is, is a physical specimen, and he, he, he's a great athlete. And, yep. you know, I said on the Facebook page, and I'll say it here, you know, sometimes you got to give, you know, the other team and, and other specific players – Credit. Credit for what they do. I mean, sometimes, you know, I mean, it's like when teams go against us, you know, they know Tyreek Hill's going to get the football. Can they stop him? No, they can't. (laughs) I mean, so, you know, you have to look at it subjectively. You know, I mean, it's the same situation here. I mean, I felt they did a very good job on their receivers. You know, I felt that they did an incredible job against their running backs. I mean, the running backs didn't even average three yards a carry. Right. And, you know, for the most part, they've been bottling up running backs. I know Cook had a big run against us in the Minnesota game, but up to that point, he had 18 yards on 12 carries. I mean, listen, this, this defense, Boyer is doing a fine job. You know, we're not going to be a dominant defense because we're just not there yet you know the secondary has held up pretty well under the circumstances with all the injuries the linebackers have done a very very adequate job as far as i'm concerned you know we need the pass rush to get there and we need we need to sack the quarterback it's that simple i say that, that expression every week it's that simple but they have to get to the quarterback and they have to put the quarterback down. And they just aren't doing that. They're around them. They pressure them. They make them get away or they make them get passes off. They have to start putting the quarterback down. Once you do that, Mike, teams have no shot in third and longs against us. They just don't. You well, know, you know we, uh, Brissette quarterbacks for Cleveland, and uh, I think they can get to him. Yeah. So – here, here's the thing about Brissett, right? You know, he's got seven touchdowns, five interceptions. We know what he's about. He's not a great passing quarterback. Um, he's ran for 142 yards. And this is what I'm talking about in regard to putting the quarterback down. 
They cannot allow Brissett to get out of the pocket and scramble around and get big chunks of yardage first downs. They have to stop that. They have to keep him in the pocket. They have to allow, you know, basically put pressure on him and force mistakes down the field because, um, you know, their receiving core, Cooper's a very good receiver. X-Man's going to be on him. and He's got another tough task. Cooper's got five touchdowns. He's averaging over 14 yards of reception, and he's got over 500 yards receiving, you know, half through eight games. And, you know, that's a little bit less than halfway through the season for them. But, you know, so he's on his way to a 1,000-yard season. But, you know, the key here, Mike, is pressure. You know, on Brissett, force him in the mistakes. And um, if we do that, we'll be well, in good shape. That and covering their tight end. Yeah, Najuko is a very, very good tight end. Their running game, Mike, is exceptional. I mean, they're third in the league in rushing. They're ranked third. And I'm telling you, this team, Chubb is another one of these dynamic guys that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. I mean, this guy has over 800 yards rushing and 10 touchdowns already through eight games. Yep. I mean... You know, he's averaging over 100 yards a game, and he's averaging 5.6 yards a carry, right? When he's tired and comes off the field, then you got Hunt to deal with, who has over 300 yards rushing. These guys have combined over 1,000 yards rushing. They almost have almost 1,050 yards rushing, 13 touchdowns combined through eight games. We have to play the run I would have everybody in the box, Mike, you know, and just put X-Man on Cooper on the outside and make Brissett try and get him the football. And yep. um, you got to stop the run. You have to stop the run. Put him in second and third and longs. If we do that, we're going to have success against this football team. I think their strength on offense is our strength on defense. I don't think that there's been a lot of success as you mentioned, Mike, with running backs running the football against us, where the majority of the yards have come have been from quarterbacks scrambling. Um, you know, Jackson had that long touchdown run yep. against us up in Baltimore. We've been giving up yardage to the quarterbacks, you know, scrambling around. So, you know. Well, that's we, what happens when you play a lot of man. Because, yeah. you know, you turn and run, you don't, you don't see the quarterback. Yeah, we need to tighten that up. If we do. We will be successful. We will have another W on, on the board. We will be marching towards a possible playoff position. But they have to stop the running game. And when Brissett does drop back to pass, they have to drop him in the process. If they do those two things, they will win this football game. Because I don't think their defense is stopping us. I would agree. As we uh, get to this point, do you have a prediction? I do not. I don't have a predetermined prediction, but I will tell you that I believe we will win this football game, and I believe that there will be some points scored. Um, I don't think it's going to be a back-and-forth game like it was last week because Brissett is just not fields. It's, you know, it, yeah. he's... He, yeah. he's he Big can, difference. He can scramble, but he's more like um, he's just not 
anything near what Fields is, you know, in regard to scrambling and whatnot and running for 60 yards. That's not going to happen. Right. He's, he's not the athlete. Right. Their offense, as I mentioned, you know, is runs around their running game. And, you know, I think we're going to bottle them up, but I think they are going to score some points. So I, I, I say we win 28-17. That's my okay, prediction. Okay, well, they hold them to 17 points. They should win. Yeah. I think they're going to score a few touchdowns. I just don't think they're going to score an awful lot on us. I think they'll have a little bit of success here and there because, you know, as I mentioned, you know, Chubb's dynamic. I mean, he's going to get some yardage here or there. And um, we've had breakdowns, Mike, you know, and I expect to have one, you know, this week. I mean, well, you probably listen, will. You, you know, know we, 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 we haven't shown anything different up to this point, right? The defense, they've, they've given up big plays. And, you know, I expect, you know, one or two this week. But I think that the offense and how they're playing right now, you know, the, the offensive line seems to be playing at a high level. And, and the addition of Wilson is going to be a plus. Um, you know, you're throwing a lot of really good football players at a very average defense. Um, so that's where I'm at. So where are you at on this game, Mike? Well, I'm pretty much the same place. I, I do think we should be a better team, and for for that reason, we should win. I agree with you. I don't think they can cover our receivers. I don't think anybody can cover our receivers. So, you know, it's a matter of what everybody else does. You know, if our offensive line plays reasonably well, we're not going to have a problem winning this game. Agreed. So what do now, you got for as a number, score? For a number, um, I'm going to say Miami scores 31 points. And, uh, the Browns score 13. All right. So you got a bigger margin margin of victory than I do. Yep. Very I nice. Think, I think they kind of coast through this one. Mike, I hope you're right. I really do. Key is score early and often. <laughs> well, yeah. And <laughs> we can't go in the tank, though, in the fourth quarter. Right. right? Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, I think they should come out fired up. You know, I think that um, – we're going to have a couple of days here over the course of the week, unfortunately, where the weather is going to be very bad, but they have the bubble to practice in, right? I don't know. Do they at the new complex? Oh, I'm pretty sure they do. I would imagine. Yeah, so they should be in good shape. You know, they, the hurricane going through there uh, should not affect them. So let's get to it. Let's get another victory under our belt. You had and- a last word. Uh, what are we talking about in regard to the last word? Um, Our defense being better than people are giving him credit for. Oh, yeah, the defense and Boyer and so yep. on and so forth. You know, should we keep him? Should we not keep him? He's not doing a good job. Well, guys, listen, here's the scoop. We touched on this a little bit earlier. You know, we're, we're a couple games removed from the Pittsburgh game, right? Where, I mean, we had Igbenogany starting – and right. we just did an incredible job on defense that night, right? I mean, you know, the defense basically won that game. Now, that's a couple games back. And then Detroit, you know, came out, fired up. They scored an awful lot of points in the first half. But guess what? We shut them out in the second half. They didn't score a damn point. Now, last week, you know, you take away the, the, these broken plays that resulted in probably 90% of their offensive production against Chicago. I mean, they're not playing bad defense. I mean, you know, they're giving up big plays, as I mentioned. They have to tighten that up. But 
you know what? There, there's a, there's been a lot of guys in and out of the lineup at the safety position last sure. week. It was Rowe. The week before it was McKinley, whoever the hell that is. I mean, it, you know, it's, <laughs> it's one on the practice it, squad. It's one guy or another week in and week out. And, you know, you, you've got breakdowns. But, you know, in the end, the defense is doing what they need to do. You know, at certain times, they've carried us this year. Yeah, so. I would say about half the games that we've won have been due to the defense and the other half the offense. Yes, and that's that's what winning teams do. I mean, there's going to be weeks where, you know, our defense is just not going to be up to par. and It's not a good know, matchup. It's not a good matchup or, you know, there's just situations just like last week. I mean, nobody. And I, not, not myself, I don't think there's anybody out there that would have said, man, Fields is going to run for, you know, close to 200 yards. Yeah. I, and no. Chicago is going to score all those points on us. Nobody. Crazy. Great. Nobody. I mean, you know, the game just, um, you know, and, and you know what, Mike, the game – the game last week shouldn't have been as close as it was. I mean, we right. screwed up a few times there. Right. I mean, a missed missed twenty nine yard field goal. You know, another time we were down in close, and we, um, you know, we 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 failed to score points on a fourth down. We went for it, should have had that. We missed a long pass down the side. I mean, we, realistically, Mike, we could have had another thirteen, fourteen points on the board. Yep. With all that being said, Michael. We're going to win. We're going to do it. I hope so. We're driving a long way to watch. So, (laughs) Yes, I hope you guys have the best of times. Yeah, we will. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, you guys, you know, um, give me a, uh, you know, give me a call when you're down there with everybody. I know you don't have FaceTime on your phone because you've got a- uh, Android. An Android, and I have uh, an iPhone, so can't do that, but maybe somebody- down there can call me from their iPhone. So I could see the group say hello to everybody because I've never met them. I'd like to see some of the people from the group, their faces, say hello and get fired up. I'll be fired up on Sunday. And um, you guys need to be fired up. It's going to be a fun time for you all. Yep. All righty. All right, Lewis. All right. uh, Thank you for spending your evening uh, talking about the Dolphins. Very welcome. My pleasure. Thanks for listening, everybody. I want to make a real quick announcement. Uh, the week of the bye week, we're going to take one of our shows to YouTube. And uh, we'll take some questions from the uh, people that are listening and uh, have a good time with that. So Wow. Wow. Unt- until. I'm going to have to shave that week, Mike. I haven't yeah, shaved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can- you can't do the show in your bathrobe. <laughs> Uh, I didn't plan on doing that. Okay, good. All right. You got to worry about Daniel if he's on the show doing something to that effect or just, you know, not wearing a shirt at all. Who knows? Uh-huh. Or God God knows what – he may have a Sherfield uh, jersey on or something like that, which I guess would be okay because Sherfield's actually played pretty well. I got to give him uh, credit for um, – you know, being on Sherfield, he's been productive. So he has, you know, all right. Kudos to you. Thanks again, everybody for listening. And, uh, we'll be back Monday. Fins up Lewis. Fins up Dolphins. All right. That's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the fin fans podcast is proud to be part of dolphins, talk.com podcast network and 
the Pigskin Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care. Podcast Network.